Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, personal trainer and nap connoisseur, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at how you can help avoid some of those sneaky calories that cause you to put on those extra pounds. So if avoiding some extra pounds interests you, you might want to check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to answer a question from a listener. He wanted to know if those green drinks that you see advertised all over the place really do any good. So I'm going to answer that question the best I can today. First, I want to make sure that I offer a disclaimer on this one. I do represent a vitamin company that does manufacture a green drink. Therefore, I do sell a green drink. And every morning, I take a green drink So uh, from that company. So there could be some bias involved in this. But I just want to make sure that you know that this is not an advertisement for the green drink that I sell. It is just a review of the literature about the different green drinks. The other thing I need to say is there's really not a tremendous amount of research that has been done on the green drinks. But I'll present what we have. Now, make sure that you realize green drinks are a supplement. They're not meant to, you know say, well, I had my green drink, now I don't have to eat any vegetables during the day. But there are some people that just really have trouble getting their five servings of fruits and vegetables in during a day. So this might help you get some of the nutritive values of the fruits and vegetables. The green drinks do not provide anywhere near the amount of fiber that the fruits and vegetables do. So that's that's a drawback. Um, they don't give you the feeling of fullness so that it helps cut down on the amount of other food that you eat. Um, that's another drawback to them. But do they give you the necessary nutrients? And if they do give you the nutrients, do these nutrients actually benefit you? And that's what I'm getting ready to look at. Okay, some of the findings. The International Journal of Food Science Nutrition in 2016 found that the subjects they gave a green drink to had improvements. Now, it's interesting for these, some of them they gave them capsules, but for some of these uh, studies, they gave them a green drink made with, you know, actually the way that you would make the green drink, and some of them they gave them a green drink that was just something green that tasted kind of grassy so that they wouldn't know, so that you'd have an experimental group and a control group. And what they found was the ones that they actually gave the green drink to, they were able to exercise longer and harder than the ones that did not. It decreased their fatigue. They also gave them this long math test, and they found that the people who were on the green drink were able to reduce their mental fatigue. And they they tested them when they first started and they tested them for the full eight weeks, and the improvements continued for the entire eight weeks of the study. In 2009, in the Journal of Chiropractic Medicine, they did a placebo-controlled study um, for 90 days, and at the end of 90 days, the people in the experimental group, the people that actually got the green drink, their blood pressure had dropped by 8%, so that's a fairly significant amount. And in 2017, in the British Journal of Nutrition, they did an eight-week supplementation of the green drinks. 
on a group of obese subjects, and they found several interesting things. One is that the capillaries close to the skin dilated. Now, that's a good thing. That improves your circulation if your blood vessels are more wide open. That also would explain the lowering of the blood pressure because you've got less resistance to the blood flowing through. Also, your wider arteries give you more room so there's less chance of a blockage, less chance of a heart attack, less chance of a stroke. But in addition to that, they found that the amount of oxidized LDL, and LDL is the low density or lousy density, if you, the way I can remember it, low density lipoprotein, which is the stuff that once it gets oxidized, that's what forms the little hard plaques inside your blood vessels. And those little hard plaques are the things that eventually will break off and go block a blood vessel and can cause a heart attack or a stroke. So the fact that there was much significantly less oxidized LDL in the bloodstream means that it could help prevent some of these diseases that are caused by oxidized LDL. So in 2011, the Journal of Molecular Science, they did a four-week supplementation program for the greens. And, you know, you always hear you are what you eat, but you're really not what you eat. You're what you eat and you absorb. So they were thinking, okay, we know that it may do something, but how much of this stuff is actually getting into the bloodstream? So they did blood tests. They did before and after of blood tests to see how much of the stuff was the, the phytonutrients. And phytonutrients are chemicals that are made by plants. So how many of these plant-based chemicals are getting into your bloodstream to be able to help you out? And they found that the blood levels of the antioxidant phytonutrients were significantly higher after four weeks of supplementation and that the amount of oxidation in the bloodstream was going down. So they concluded that taking a green supplement could, and it says could, reduce the diseases of oxidative stress. And just for the fun of it, I looked up what are some of the diseases of oxidative stress. They include cardiovascular disease, kidney failure, age-related muscle loss and frailty, cancer, neurodiseases like depression and Alzheimer's, um, and COPD. And those were just some of the ones that came up as diseases of oxidative stress. So if it's possible that you could reduce your chance of some of those diseases, it sounds like a good thing. Also, the International Society of Sports Nutrition did a 14-day supplementation with the green drinks and found that the pH of the people's urine went up. Now, I'm not going to get into a great uh, discussion of this, but generally in the body, higher pH is good, lower pH is bad. And we've all heard um, things about, you know, your body getting too acidic. Now, your blood, the inside of your body stays pretty constant. Um, you're, you're not going to get way out of pH um, in spite of what you hear in some of these weird commercials. Um, your blood pH is very, very tightly controlled. But the other pH, especially like your urine, it can vary greatly. And one of the 
important things about having a high pH of your urine is that helps you to get rid of stuff that you've taken in that your body doesn't want. Um, I hate to use the term detoxify. Um, the Journal of Toxicity found in a or wrote in a position paper that increase in urine pH was critical to getting rid of poisons in the body. Now they were talking about if someone had, you know, accidentally ingested 2,4-D or something like that, it would help eliminate that. But it also seems to follow that um, just exposure to environmental toxins. Um, a, a higher pH of the urine would help you to eliminate it a little better, although it didn't specifically say that in this article. So what's the bottom line? What they found was that some of the benefits of the green drinks are that it gives you more variety. I mean, because some of the things that they put in the green drinks, you're just not going to eat some of the weird seaweeds and grasses and stuff that they, they use to get the greens out of. So it gives you more variety it allows you to consume more of these phytonutrients. They do confer a lot of benefits. However, those benefits would, you'd get the same benefits and probably better benefits if you actually ate the plants, if you actually ate the fruits and vegetables instead of taking them as a green drink. However, if you are for whatever reason not able to or willing to consume those fruits and vegetables, it's a pretty good supplement to help you maintain these benefits, and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.